0: Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Happy Tuesday, everybody. And why am I so happy? And why is it such a happy Tuesday? Because the Tampa Bay Lightning have a chance to clinch the Eastern Conference Finals after winning game four uh, in a very hard fought game, despite what you might think just because of the score. But anyway, we go on, and we only worry about Game 5 tonight, which will take place at 8 p.m. So definitely be in front of the TV for that one, wherever you are. That'll be on NBC Sports Network. Uh, Just before we get into the whole game, just remember to like and subscribe this podcast. uh, And go ahead and download every episode so you can take it with you on the go. This show is available wherever podcasts are available. That means Spotify, iTunes... Stitcher, Google Play, uh, like I said, wherever you prefer to get your podcast, we are there. And yeah, go ahead and follow us as well on Twitter at LO underscore Lightning. And also give me a follow at AP Danker. That's D-E-N-K-E-R on Twitter. I'm talking Lightning all the time. I'm also talking everything else that's going on, uh, not only in hockey, but in sports world. is well. So, um, shout out, even though unrelated to the show, shout out to my Mets for finally selling, uh, to Steve Cohen. So hopefully they'll start spending money now, but if you want to learn all about that, go ahead after this episode and head on over to locked on Mets. Uh, I know they probably did a, they, they did a great, uh, segment on the locked on, uh, MLB show as well about that. So go ahead and listen to that. But, yeah, right now we're talking hockey. Right now we're talking Tampa Bay Lightning. And what better can this be of a scenario for Lightning fans? Uh, Lightning are about 60 minutes away. You know, hopefully they score some goals. I mean, that's the whole point of this, right? 60 minutes away from making a first trip to the Stanley Cup Finals since 2015. We all know what happened in that Stanley Cup Finals. They They ended up falling short to the Chicago Blackhawks. But... I believe this team we have now, that the Lightning have now, is a lot better team. Uh, They know how to get themselves out of tight situations. Uh, They definitely have better goaltending. As well as they've just grown since then. Uh, It's been five years. It's been five long years for the Bolts. But they have really grown and matured as a team. I believe that Coach Cooper has also you know, grown as a coach as well, you know, just finding ways to to get his team to win, just finding different ways to score, of course. Uh, We're all no stranger, if you've been following along all season long, about how this Lightning team has tried to find out ways consistently on how to win just because, you know, of all the injuries that they've been hit with this season as well as carrying over into the playoffs so on today's show, we'll be talking about uh, some of the news that's going on in Lightning Land. I'm just gonna I'm gonna just cross that off the board real quick, and that's Steven Stamkos. Obviously, uh, I'm sure if you're listening to this by now, you know that Stamkos was participating in practice the other day, and a lot of people were getting excited about it, uh, just because of the footage that was released of him practicing. He looked very good. Uh, he was making a lot of sharp corner, a uh, lot of sharp turns. I know the big concern with him uh, when he first went down before the whole uh, CBA was redone was, you know, right now we have unable to perform or unfit to play. Whatever the the actual thing is, I don't really care at this point. I mean, it's the term is useless regardless how you say it. But he went down with a known lower body injury. That's the most we got out of it at that point in time when they started the voluntary workouts. Um, and for someone that has hats obviously it was a significantly bad uh lower body injury but for for him to be out this long and to definitely keep him out of playoff games but you know i'm i'm cautiously optimistic you know obviously we know by now that coach cooper has no plans on bringing him back for this series and why not i mean they're in full control of the series they they have shown that they could definitely play without him, not saying that he is not, you know, an important part of this team. Of course, we all know how important Steven Stamkos, the captain, is how important he is to this team. And, But at the same time, this team has proven, like I said at the top of the show to start things off today, that they have found ways to perform without him. They Not just him, but other key players. Uh, you know, the list goes on. Jan Ruda, um, Ryan McData for a good period of time. Um, you know, we missed Kutra for a little bit here and there. They missed, um, uh, Victor Hedman at the end, right before the pause. Um, they've, they've found out how to play without these key figures on their team, whether and even Braden point, um, even though they did lose, uh, game three and which point sat out, but they also had, I mean, you got to mark an asterisk to that loss, just because if you look at that, um, They are missing Klorin as well, another guy who's really been stepping up for them this year and has really carried the offensive outload, uh, you know, load for them. And you could only – I look at it this way, and and I'm sure a lot of Lightning fans feel this way too. It's very simple when you look at this roster from top to bottom, uh, minus Stamkos, is that, you know, there's a lot of guys on this team. They're very deep is what, you know, we're saying, is that this this team is very deep, and that's definitely worked in their favor throughout this entire run that they've had. Um, but you could only take so many pieces away before, you know, you really don't have anything left. Um, if you looked at game three, obviously, you know, they were missing point, they were missing Kalorn, and then you're really relying on Andre Palat, Nikita Kucherov, uh, you know, Anthony Cirelli, Tyler Johnson, Yanni Gord, Blake Coleman, guys who are really more so supporting players, guys who perform better on the ice when those key guys are out there um, doing what they do best. And that's, you know, whizzing the puck around the ice, getting up and down the ice, playing a very fast pace of play. But the other issue with that whole thing as well was that the Lightning had, they were, you know, they they had a lot of defensemen out there. You know, they were only skating with nine forwards, which, of course, is a big problem when you really look look at it. Uh, they had, you know, they, they had certain guys in that game that, you know, I would like to see more of, though. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you really can't fit these guys in. I mean, you know, with with Point and in the lineup especially, it's, it's very hard, and you know Kucherov. I mean, the list goes on. It's very hard to really try and fit um, guys into this lineup without taking someone else who's really a a big key factor to this team on the offensive side of the ice. Um, you know, and that's the well, one guy that I'm obviously talking about is Mitchell Stevens. Who you know, he's not going to go out there and score a lot of points, but at the same time. He's a very valuable asset when it comes to late game faceoffs, especially if it's in the offensive zone or in the defensive zone. We saw that um, in the Columbus series how important and how crucial his ability to win faceoffs was. Now, on the fourth line pairing, we have Luke Shen on the winger position, which, you know, is not ideal you know i wouldn't really exactly say that luke shen is you know the ideal choice if you're looking at this team as a whole as the who you know want to be out there on the wing side but um i don't see an issue with it i see him out there you know if if we're talking about luke shen maybe on a third line or even the second line as a winger either he's having a fantastic season or this team is just absolutely depleted so it's not that big of a problem but going back to Stamkos, you know, I was talking about Stamkos there before I kind of trailed, you know, onto a different tangent was that it's not that big of a deal for them to sit Stamkos. You know, this team's in the driver's seat. Like I said, um, they are, you know, sitting pretty. They only have to win one more um, as opposed to, you know, the, the Islanders have to win three in a row to stay alive, which you really don't expect. Um, they're really going to have to heavily rely on Varlamov for, to really bail them out. If that, you know, That's really the only way I could see this Islander team coming back and winning it. And that, that also, you know, them really getting to Vasilevsky, which I don't see. I mean, he's been just laser-focused this entire series. Other than for maybe a couple of goals here and there, which if you really look at his, you know, the goals uh, versus... Um, they were just incredible shots. Uh, one of them most notably was last game, I believe was the the goal to break the seal for the Islanders. And that was the Brock Nelson goal. So not a big deal. Uh, if Stamkos sits out, we're probably going to get him back for the start of the cup finals. If, you know, if the do lightning, if the lightning do clinch tonight, which we all fully expect them to do, which I fully expect them to do. Um, if they don't clinch tonight, that means, you know, I wouldn't say we sound the the alarm bells right off the bat. I would just say, you know, there, there has to be some extenuating circumstances. And when I say that, I mean the Lightning took six penalties. Uh, just were asleep out there on the defensive side. Um, just not playing a very tight game in the neutral zone. And just poor shot quality, which they've been doing the complete opposite of, for the most part, for this entire run. Uh, which is why they only lost three games. You know, if you look at the stat sheet, yes, they lost four, but I'm not really counting round-robin games here. Uh, that one, that fourth loss, obviously, coming to the Philadelphia Flyers in the last game of the round-robin. But they've lost three games. And each time they've lost the game, they've come back and just played incredible almost near perfect hockey and um, even the games after that they've really have really done a good job carrying over that performance game to game so expect them to come out with a lot of energy tonight um, I don't see an issue as to why they won't win this game like I said I already state the reasons as to why the possibility might happen but I don't expect it to um, but, yeah, so while you're watching this game, maybe, uh, you know, use uh, DoorDash. And why do you say – and you're probably asking yourself, Adam, why are you talking about DoorDash? Well, DoorDash is one of our great sponsors. DoorDash is the app that brings you food craving – right the food you're craving right now to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat and your food, and it will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Like I stated before when we spoke about DoorDash last that um one day i was you know i ordered food and i was doing like a million things around the house completely forgot about my order uh and doorbell rang about maybe 20 minutes later looked outside uh bag was outside the door right there sitting for me and the delivery guy waited until i actually open up the door so you know great customer service right there got to applaud them with that so with over 300,000 partners in the US, Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia. You can get support from your local business go tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant. And your food will be left right at your door. See, that's what I said. Uh, and you always got to, su- uh, you know, support your local businesses because, you know, that's what makes your your neighborhood really special. So DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep communities we operate in safe. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONNHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. And we're going to discuss another another um, sponsor of ours, great friends at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto park customers online for the last 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and the prices you prefer. Best of all, The prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for the professionals and the do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? I mean, we spoke about this in full. Why would you go to one of those auto parts stores, spend twice as much time there, you know, and twice as much money and then have twice as much aggravation as you would where you would have zero aggravation and, you know, pay almost next to nothing at, you know, rockauto.com and from the comfort of your home. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on on their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So we spoke about already Stammer. Um, you know, Probably not going to see him until the Cup Finals. I would expect maybe if the Lightning, um, depending on obviously how he's feeling, uh I wouldn't really take too much stock in that video that we saw the other day of am skating in practice. I'm not going to, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you he didn't look good. He did. Um, but I would say, if you're looking at that and you want to be very realistic as to your expectations about when we might see the captain again, I would say, you know, be very cautiously optimistic about, because, you know, I don't want to have those Lightning fans tweet to the show, of course, and say, well, you know, I thought he was going to be back for the cup finals. Well, uh, I would expect him for maybe game two, possibly game three. Um, but you know, we'll have to see more footage. I wouldn't, I, you know, that was a very small sample size. We don't know what else he was doing. It looked like from what I could see, he was just doing a drill. Um, and at the same time, you need to realize that doing a drill, as opposed to possibly, you know, playing in a game that's, totally different totally different mindset totally different way that you're going to go about doing that exercise so that's also something you need to realize but anyway moving on let's not talk about stammer anymore because you know what he's right now he's a non-factor as much as that probably pains some of you to hear that's just the you know that's the reality of the situation um, this team has been playing about playing without him since pretty much March so playing without him a little longer especially with the success they've been having I think we could all live without that I think uh, as a collective we could all agree that that is not going to be a big deal what is going to be a big deal is how not only these guys perform tonight but going forward now I said on the last episode I don't want to discuss in too much detail the cup finals just yet Because, you know, they still have a job to do tonight. They still have to go out there and win this game. Once after they win tonight and they clinch, then we could talk about the stars and we could look towards the cup finals because that's who the Lightning will be playing. Now, I'm just going to preview a little bit, just a little bit. And when I say a little bit, a sentence or two or three or four, we'll see. Um... What are my first thoughts? I'm sure you're asking. What are are my impressions about this Stars team? I spoke about it a little bit on, you know, a little bit of the playoff preview crossover episode. I did a while back. And if you haven't listened to that, go ahead. I did it with Chris Masili of Locked on Avalanche. Unfortunately, Chris is uh, probably not feeling well right now considering his team got knocked out. And I know that's a little bit of a low blow. Uh, but you know, Chris knows I, I joke. Um, I don't want to kick him while he's down, but especially against, you know, the team, the stars. And I'm sure he'll agree is that the thing that makes it really frustrating to play the stars. And we saw it in this Vegas series is that they sometimes, you know, too heavily rely on their defense and their goaltending, which is more of a old school style, more of a style that you probably would see in college hockey. Uh, but they're hot. They're, they're a very good team. They've been getting a lot of contributions from a lot of young players as well. Um, and some of their veterans, uh, especially Jamie Ben, who looks like he's having, you know, he looks like he's 23 out there again. So, you know, they're definitely a dangerous team, a team that. You know, are going to give the Lightning a run for their money Uh, I would be very shocked if the Lightning go into the Stanley Cup Finals play the Stars and win that series in 5 games I would be very shocked Um, but you know what we're not really going to talk about that just yet even though I just said it but at the same time um, one can't help but wonder and we won't have to hopefully after tonight we won't have to wonder for long but So, talking about tonight's game. Let's talk about tonight's game. So, what the Lightning need to do tonight is... And I kind of spoke about this uh, as a preview to Game 4. And I also said it as kind of like my post-game reaction after Game 4. Was that the Lightning need to let Braden Point, Nikita Kucherov, and Victor Hedman just go out there and run ragged on these guys. As well as the rest of the supporting cast of guys. Because if they let... You know, in which they always certainly will. If the Lightning could get Kucherov and Point going very quickly, that'll open up the ice, and I'll definitely spread out the puck and create a lot more chances for all the supporting cast of players. Um, if that happens, we'll definitely see goals. I guarantee it. I'm guaranteeing it right now. So if I don't, if it doesn't happen tonight, uh, you guys feel free to reach out to me on Twitter. You could blast me on Twitter all you want, but I if the lightning could do that if they could spread the, the the ice out create a lot of room for themselves um definitely outskate the islanders which they have been doing for the most part except for obviously game 3 if they could go ahead and do that i'm guaranteeing you we're going to see a goal not only from point tonight but from Palat, probably from gord who is definitely you know he i don't think he has he scored in a couple of games so he's definitely due for one um if this game falls into, you know, if it if it kind of gets, if the Lightning kind of starts to run away with it at the end, I'm thinking we're going to see a big fight at the end um, or early on, If it depending on, you know, what the score is at a certain point in the game. Expect uh, Martin to definitely try and go after Luke Shen or even Pat Maroon. Those guys have been pining for each other all series long. We kind of saw it in the last game uh those two going at it after each other and the the refs stopped it right away which was disappointing cuz i think that you know there's a lot of people that want fighting out of the game and you know it's understandable it's obviously all about player safety but i'm kind of one of those people that's on the other side of the fence that wishes you know that it would stay just because i think it's kind of a way of these players enforcing the law out there. Um, if you're not allowed to do that, I think the game's getting a lot dirtier, but, you know, we could talk about that on another another whole episode, but, you know, I think that, you know, this is kind of the thing where there's, let's close the door out on this series. Let's close the door out on maybe this little, I guess, rivalry that's going on between Shen and Martin, if you want to call it a rivalry. And as well, you know, another key to the game tonight is Vasilevsky um, not allowing... Those Islander players to set up right in front of that, blocking his view. But you know, for the most part, Vasilevsky has been doing a great job of weathering the storm in front. Um, he's made some fantastic saves throughout this series through traffic. Uh, that definitely, I believe it was Game Two, in which uh, he had a couple of defend, he had a couple of posing players out in front of him, and he made a save through traffic where. It looked like he just stuck his goal out. And that's more about reading the scouting reports, where players want to, you know, where they like to shoot the puck in certain situations. And that's also instinct from Vasilevsky. That's just, you know, that's why he's been in the Vezina Trophy, you know, finalist race for the last three seasons. Um, That's why I think he's going to win it this year. Um, That's why he's definitely more deserving. Some would say Connor Hallebuck, and I know it's not exactly something that, um, is you know the 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 Vesna Trophy voting isn't exactly decided by the the playoffs, but I think that some of these writers, I think that they they kind of try to predict how these players will play. And I mean, if you look the at the entire time how Vasilevsky has played throughout these playoffs, uh, he's played incredible. Um, there's been some obviously mistakes that he has made here and there that I've criticized them for on past episodes. More, most notably the way he handles the puck. Now, I don't see that being a big issue. I don't see it being a, you know, we need to be in panic mode issue. I just see it as a red light issue. Now, what I mean by that is that that could lead to a potential goal that could possibly swing the momentum in favor of the other team. Um, He's had a couple of close calls this series and as well as, in the last two series between Columbus and Boston, do I really think that's going to be an issue going forward? No. Um, he did come out in the last game, though, uh, in his presser. They were talking to him about how he was handling the puck. He said, you know, he had a little funny state uh, response saying that, you know, he's a big boy now. And yeah, I mean, he's a lot more confident, but I feel, which is good. You want to have a goaltender who's confident handling the pucks along the boards, but you don't want someone who's too comfortable out there because that could lead to mistakes. Um, one of the goals that, hap- that the Islanders scored, I believe it was in game three, um, he wasn't directly responsible. Obviously, the def- defense um, failed to clear the puck out of the zone, but it was one of those things where uh, the whole sequence before that, where he cleared the puck, he kind of just took his sweet time getting out there um, to clear it. And then kind of turned it over, I believe. And then the defense didn't do their job to bail him out. But, um, you know, it's not a big issue here, obviously. You know, it's not something that's consistently happening happening with Vazzy. I just see it here and there. But um, I don't expect it to be an issue going forward. I'm sure he's aware of it. I'm sure Coach Cooper has kind of, you know, spoken to him as well as the goaltending coach has spoken to him about it um, here and there throughout the series when it's come up. But you know what's not easy to talk about? And and that's erectile dysfunction. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves saying things like, I lost my mojo. Or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work or sorry, honey. I, I'm just not feeling it tonight. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it. With a real healthcare, healthcare professional who could prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash XXX and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Get Go to GetRoman.com slash nhl today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. GetRoman.com slash Locked on NHL. So we're just going to wrap things up tonight by, you know, saying my prediction of what I think is going to happen. I already spoke about who's going to score goals. I think the Lightning aren't going to break the seal first. Uh, I think the Islanders are going to come out playing with a lot of momentum. As we all know, the Lightning have been, you know, been known to play uh, games and have slow starts. But it obviously hasn't really proven to be a that big of an issue. Um, throughout this whole playoff run, but you never know. It could, you know, there's always that it that time where this team's bad habits could rear their ugly head. But I don't think that's going to happen. At the same time, having said that, just because this team is just dialed in, uh, they know what they need to do tonight. They're professionals. They know they know what needs to happen tonight for them to get just you know four wins away from getting Lord Stanley back in the Sunshine State. Uh, I think that Vasilevsky, especially, is going to have a great game tonight. I think he's going to go out there. I think he's just going to go out there. I'm not going to say it. this is not a prediction, but I could see him having a shutout tonight. I think, at the same time, just in these type of situations, um, especially in the Stanley Cup playoffs, your players, your star players, especially, they shine the brightest, as well as you know the maybe the lesser known guys. Um, the guys that maybe the general casual hockey fan may not have heard of during the regular season, the guys like the Andre the Anthony Sorelli's, the Yanni Gord's, guys like that, the the Zach Bagosians. Um, so I think that you know there's there's I see no reason as to why Vasilevsky is has you know what, I'm gonna say it I think Vasilevsky is gonna go out there and get a ha- uh, a shutout I think we're gonna get goals from point. Um I think we're going to get a goal. Possibly, I think we could get two goals from point tonight, depending on how things are on the offside, offside, offensive side of things. Uh, I think Palac attack one on as well. Um, I would like to see Gord uh, score one tonight as well, uh, and I think I could see possibly. I want to see Blake. Uh, I want to see Blake Coleman get an assist. Uh, maybe one or two there. Uh, I would like to see maybe Shaddy and Hedman get uh, assist as well. So, you know, I'm asking a lot of this from this team tonight, but they've risen to the occasion time and time again. So hopefully on the next episode, uh, we'll be d- discussing a, you know, Lightning win in Game 5. Obviously join us for the in-game tweeting on the Lightning Twitter page at LO underscore Lightning. And, you know, at, hopefully after tonight, we'll be discussing the Stanley Cup Finals. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you on the next one.